Sisters, on this episode number 157 of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play, along with our joiner-driven topic tonight. I am one of your four hosts, the judge, jury, and executioner of ants, bats, rats, and any other creatures that evade homes uninvited, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also, Puppy Corner to me, the second of the Katara members of our squad, and the unpossible uncle extraordinaire and dash striking Hades master, Patrick Novacell. What, what did you say? Katara? It's, yeah. it's his like super Portuguese attempt at saying a French word. Katara. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's okay. all I got. Okay. It's better than what did you say? Quarter. Quatra? Quarter? I don't know what it was. Yeah. Close okay. Let me, let me help you out. Say the word cat. Cat. Now say it with a shorter A. Cot. <laughs> cat. Cat. Feels like it's just cat again. Yeah, cat. it just sounds. It cat. doesn't sound like a shorter A. It just like, sounds like 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 you have to say it faster. Like cat. No, no, it's it's not about the speed. <laughs> cat. Shorter. Cat. Depending shorter. on depending cat. on who you're listening to, it's either cat or quatre. Sounds like you got a furball. Yeah, most French is. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. You'll have that. Mm. All right. On Patrick's left and my right, the man with volleyball in his heart, Rocket League on his brain, and knocked back wings in his old stomach, Ronnie Johantis. Hello, everybody. Hello to you, too. And then last but certainly not least, the final member of the GMG Quadfecta, who's got, not, he's got, Got nothing. Okay, I've got nothing now. Okay. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> he's got nothing, nothing like on his brain. He is not just. It's not about what he has. It's about who he is. It's about the heart. He is the fact dropping beast of the east who can sing you to sleep with his sultry voice in three lyrics or less. Mark Boucher. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> who is the man? all right guys and gals as is tradition some quick housekeeping oh wait not tradition but we're mixing it up today uh i want to offer you guys early early access to the towels to the pillow fluffing with these candies we're not we're not fluffing the towels tonight nope no no towel fluffing tonight (laughs) they're fresh out of the dryers so fluffing the mints fluff them it's not like you forgot about them two days later and you're like, shoot, I was supposed to take that out of the dryer. Or the this washer. Is... You leave those in the washer. That's like, the worst. How long the are these been in here? These what's are that, dry. What's that smell? Oh. <laughs> and they're like staying in a position fall. that I don't want them in. <laughs> the best is when they when you just fold them up and you forget. And then later when you dry off and they get wet and a smell like mm. just awakens out of them. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, got GMG news for y'all to know. Um, we have extra content that's been coming your way. Some people don't know about it. Some people do, and they've been capitalizing on it. Uh, but we have a number of spoiler casts that we have divulged, unveiled, dumped on you. Dumped sounds like such a <laughs> gross word, doesn't it? Sounds smelly. 
but you know it is what it is you just gotta take it smelly cast just take the dump just take the dump but over the past month final fantasy 7 remake whole all three hours and on top of the three hours of fun there's also embedded within that spoiler cast a secret prize that you can receive nobody's capitalized on it yet which means pretty much those who partook in it and our moms listened to it and that's it nobody else but there is a free item available you just have to follow the directions that are buried within the audio uh and, there's and also which spoiler cast is that that's the final fantasy 7 remake mm-hmm. the three hour and podcast the three hour podcast <laughs> yeah and it's in then there somewhere uh, it's in there somewhere you got to find it and then there's also the bioshock podcast spoiler cast that we did not too long ago and this past saturday patrick and I, along with Jared or our guest, did part two of the Haiti spoiler cast. So check it out, please, and thank you. It's very fun times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the GMG stream team, of course, is offering content and conversation Sunday to Saturday. Check out Mark on Saturday nights playing in multiplayer games like Splitgate, Fortnite, and Apex Legends. And then you can check out Chris pretty much every day except Friday at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as he's playing at the current GMG VGBC game, Days Gone, which I did download and start this week. Uh, and also, he's playing Borderlands 2 with me and our buddy Blaze. And then finally, I'm continuing to stream Hades, at least when life allows, spicing it up with some devotional and prayer time as well after Chris's streams around 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So feel free to join all three of us on Twitch.tv. But as always, if streaming's not your thing, you'd rather tweet on Twitter, discourse on discord you can come hang out with us just click the links in the show notes and then finally please rate and review us on apple Podcasts and Podchaser because it helps us reach new joiners whether you want to give us stars exclamation marks or an encouraging word we hope you will let your voice be heard speaking of what should be heard ronnie you're overdue for an update my friend what I is am. going on in your life with your family with your cat all those things is it well, still I alive think, um, or not I, missing? Yeah, no, the cat is still smug and arrogant and just perfect. And not in me, the couch. Judges me all day. Like just that's what she does. Like mm-hmm. she just resents us basically for providing everything for her. I think she believes she should have more. Probably. Um, so I think I told you guys last time we were um, we planned on selling the house. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, we've been kind of working on that around the house, boxing some stuff up that we know you know we're not going to need in the next couple of months. We did go apartment shopping this weekend. Um, we found one we liked. Um, the only issue was that it's not going to be available until January, which moves Ooh. our moves the plan back a, a couple of months. Um, I was hoping you know maybe in November sometimes to have it up and on the market. So. Yeah, um, I'm not quite sure if we're going to stick with that and just move everything back to January or if we are going to um, maybe look for a different apartment that we like. Uh, the thing for me is I, I don't know. And, uh, you know, I guess really nobody knows, like waiting a couple months. Does that mean the market is going to go down? You know, it's just always a, yeah. a risk and you don't really know how it's going. So it's true, yeah, especially um, in this environment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is if it, you know, if the market goes like back down to a regular version, like then it doesn't really make sense for me to sell that much, you know? Um, 
So we'll see. I guess we'll kind of play that as we go um, to see what's what's going on. I think we'll have to sign the apartment lease. So once we make that decision, that's pretty much it uh, going forward. But I think it moved us back a little bit, um, which is okay. Um, it it kind of gives us some breathing room, I think. So now have you gotten your house appraised yet? I had my house appraised um, about a year to a year and a half ago mm-hmm. um, for um, I refinanced my house yeah. before I plan on selling it, but I had to have it come in. I had to have somebody come in and appraise it. So I, it's been done, just not in this market. Yeah. Since it's really ramped up. Right. Um, so I, what we're, I guess kind of what we're doing is uh, really just kind of trying to box up a bunch of stuff and, you know, we're going to buy a storage unit here uh, very shortly and literally just start moving some stuff over to it that we know we're not mm. going to like take to an apartment mm. or, you know, stuff that you just store away and don't use at all. And all those things that we all have that we just pile up. Everybody piles up things. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Elizabeth piles up a lot of things. I don't really have anything. I really like <laughs> I have like one room full of stuff, maybe like a, a bedroom style, but no, we've been we've been focusing a lot of our time on that. Um, in the middle of all of that, my dad and my stepmom have moved back to Ohio. Uh, wow. Okay. Oh, back to the Welcome Cincinnati back. area. Welcome yeah, it was, back. It was actually really just like all of a sudden, my dad texted me and said, "Hey, we're moving back. Like, I got a job." And he started, I think, a month ago. <laughs> He's like, he already had a, got a job up here, and um, so they they moved. I think they close on their Louisiana house in the next uh, week or so. And then they already found a new house here. They're uh, in Lebanon. If you guys know where that is, Mark yeah. and Lucas, I'm sure you guys don't know that, yeah. that, but sure don't. I do. Um, but it's actually really, Lebanon's really cool. It's a really like old town. It has that, you know, small town feel to it. Like I yep. was like, it's just really, it's like too far out for me. Like mm. not uh uh but so we've been helping them i I was over there you know for a while yesterday helping them move some stuff and uh you know it feels like it's been i've been like super busy but then i realized like that i've played video games every night also so like obviously i haven't been that busy (laughs) um on the video game front i did um is hades the the boss is he the final guy yeah, I mean, yeah, I know there's things you can complete in the game, but he's the last boss, right? He is, right? Okay. He is the, the principal boss, yes. So I beat him. Nice. Um, it On took which... me a couple tries. I did not realize you were going to have to fight him like twice right there at the end. Oh, I thought yeah. after I beat him the first time, like <laughs> I literally set my controller down and then he just started just mauling me. Like, at, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to talk about a disaster. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I lost. I did, I, I did the same thing. I did the same thing. So I didn't realize there was two lives when I first hit, hit Hades. And I had texted Lucas and I was like, hey, I beat Hades. And yeah. then as I'm texting him, I look up and he gets back up. And yeah, I'm like dude. fumbling around to get the controller back on my hand. <laughs> Joke's on you. He's got a full <laughs> life and everything. Like he's just ready to go again. I was like, no. Like trying to scramble for the controller, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then and he ends up like wiping the floor with me because he dominated me at the beginning. Of, <laughs> yeah. of course. But uh, no, he, I remember thinking the first time I beat him before I realized I had to beat him a second time, I was like, he's a punk. He sucks. Like, this is easy. And the second time, not as easy. Oh, <laughs> it yeah, really. Laser beams. It, yeah. It really, like, once you figure out that you can hide behind those pillars yeah. to avoid the laser beams, like, that is a cha- game changer for you. 
but yeah. um so i so i did beat him uh the next time i got back up to him it got to be um it, it is one of those games where as you continue to like kind of upgrade and get better like you don't like i get, i would go into almost like every run like okay i'm making it to him like that's for sure like i'm gonna mm-hmm. make it to hades probably the question is how much am i gonna have when i get there because you want to have basically as many lives as you possibly can once you get to him. You do. Yeah. Uh, like if you lose a life to like the first boss, it's like, this is over. This run is over. <laughs> uh, but it turns out you can actually like replenish those down the road. So, right. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think um, me beating it for me was like the, you know, I'm not going to go like chase the platinum or, you know, some of the other stuff. I know there's a ton of stuff in the game like <laughs> that. I still like I never even I don't even know. I don't think I ever bought any upgrades like for my like room or anything. Uh, like I didn't buy a single thing. So, yeah. Um, but now that I beat the game, like I'm, I'm good. Like I'm good with putting that under the belt and just, you know, moving along. Did you, Move did on. you do 10 clears? You did you beat Hades 10 times? No. Oh, I did not. Just the once, huh? I mean, yeah, that's it the... gives you, it gives you something, but yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. If you beat him that 10 seems... times that, that, then that's pretty much the full story. Uh, I got you. I actually really thought the story of this game was really cool, though. Um, like how they did everything, like all the conversations and stuff you can have. Like, mm-hmm. like it was it yeah, was really uh, cool. What? Is that just a yeah? It is cool. Oh. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it sounded like he was going to go into yeah. something. Yeah, it sounded like you were about to start a sentence. Oh, sorry. No. It is cool indeed. <laughs> yep, it is cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that that's a... Uh, that's pretty much it for me. I completed my watch through of uh, Blacklist. I was going back through. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. I forgot the last episode was the first episode of that show that was um, w- when the coronavirus had hit, like pretty major. Mm. And they animated almost like 70% of the last episode of the yeah. seventh season. Um, yeah. And it's the worst animation. Just off ever <laughs> like and i feel bad because like it's clearly better than i could have done you know like if i had to create some, something it would have been just a couple stick figures you know um but it was like the show was really good so when you go to that i remember like i was like crap man like i don't want to watch this but like i have to watch the end of it um <laughs> so i'm on the market for a new mo- or a new uh a new show i don't know yeah. what that's going to be yet um i finished that and then I think that's about it really yeah everything else pretty much the same good stuff yeah what about you mark what about me yeah what about you oh it's been it's been a good weeks uh i, I gotta say um let's see so um last thursday was my wife and i's uh anniversary four year anniversary a happy belated anniversary oh thank you thank you so much Mm -hmm. um it's actually a couple of things happened that day uh it was kind of crazy the thursday was like the roller coaster of roller coasters for that for a day um so that day specifically um unfortunately i found out my mom um who you know if you've been listening to the show um she's in a nursing home she's been in a nursing home for the past year and a half or so um and uh, unfortunately, they, the nursing home called me and told me that she uh, tested positive for COVID. Um, mm-hmm. So, which is kind of scary, just because she's sixty-eight, turning sixty-nine, yeah. and she's she's got breathing problems, like she has COPD, 
and she's vaccinated um but she ended up getting getting covid um which i'm told supposedly you know if you get the vaccine and you do end up having a breakthrough and having covid it's not as bad yeah um as it could be so there's that um i actually yeah. talked to her on the phone and she seemed to be okay i could tell she was she was congested but um she you know she seems to be okay but yeah they're back on lockdown and all that kind of stuff she has to stay i mean she would have had to stay in her room anyway just because she has covid but you know the nursing the whole nursing home is back on their their major lockdown so nobody can mm-hmm. visit all that kind of stuff so hopefully we navigate as a <laughs> country and as a world hopefully we navigate out of this at some point <laughs> yeah Cause, definitely. yeah because i'm sure i well i know everybody's tired of this um but um but she's she's doing okay um despite the obvious um hopefully you know it won't affect her too much and she'll just ride it out and and it'll be okay um so that was that was the lowest it got um the the highest of highs that it got however uh was that uh if you've been listening lately to the show um i've talked about how i've been kind of up for a job opportunity um at the place where patrick works um as kind of a um a remote uh kind of work from home um person in his department um and i was offered the job so and I and I accepted the job, of course. So I'll be starting. That's in, good. Yeah, that's <laughs> like awkward story. Nope. If you're like, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna <laughs> not feeling <pass>. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I accepted the job. Uh, starting a couple weeks, so that'll be that'll be awesome. Excited for that. And mm. Pat is now my boss, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, but it's all good. I think it'll be good. Um, I think Pat's a good boss, but Eric's probably a jerk. <laughs> yes, no, but he's a tasteful jerk. I'll tell you what, there's times where Eric uh does things and I'm like, crap, why didn't I think of that? Like you're yeah, making me look pre- back at He at is Eric. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a it's a he's a he's a good team member, so you'll yeah. you'll you'll fit right in, Mark. Nice. So and yeah, I'm pretty- wonderful world of insurance you go. Yeah. I'm 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 excited to learn some new stuff because I've never been in the industry before, so um It'll be it'll be a learning experience, but yeah, I'll sure. I'll jump into it. I'll tell you what, I mean, I've been in insurance. I was in personal insurance for thirteen years, and now yeah. I'm going over to the commercial side, mm-hmm. and uh, which is I don't know anything about. So uh, I've only been in it for just over six months, and just still learning. So yeah, you'll be right there with me. Sweet, in the trenches. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. And then um. We didn't think we were actually going to be able to celebrate our anniversary on our anniversary just because um, she works late, she works late on Thursdays and our schedule's just kind of off. So um, didn't think it was going to happen, but we ended up, you know, doesn't have to be something super fancy. We ended up going to like going to Chili's um, after she got off of work, so we had a late a late dinner um, just to celebrate. So um, so that was nice, nice to definitely be able to do that with her when, when i didn't expect to do so now uh, did you get baby back ribs at chili's no no <laughs> yeah i know i want my baby back i haven't been <laughs> to chili's forever i didn't know they were still around yep they are yeah <laughs> surprise one one here in town um 
No, no, still on the uh, still on the health train, trying to be somewhat healthy. Which I mean, there's very limited options, obviously, at Chili's, but but I got a salad, so uh, but it was a really good salad. It's like a Southwest type salad, so Ooh, it was really good. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So it's, so it's good to just be able to relax with her and 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 celebrate our anniversary this that way. Um, one thing that we're planning on doing is kind of a an anniversary gift to our, our to us. It's kind of a collective thing. When we got married, um, the rings that we got, um, they were like these um, these uh, blue and gold colored rings that had like a, a saying because we had a, a Doctor Who themed wedding that was our thing, and both of our uh, rings had a had a quote from Doctor Who on the ring. Um, well, over time and over the constant use of hand sanitizer and things like that, mm. um, the the colors and such have faded immensely mm. from the rings, from, from my <clears throat> ring and her ring. Um, so we decided to upgrade, and we're getting ourselves some, some wedding bands, and cool thing is mine is going to say player one, and hers is going to say player two on that it, in, cool. in 8-bit writing yeah. on it. Yeah. Cool. And it'll be it'll be silver with a gold inset, um, with um, it's gonna be made of tungsten, so that'll be cool. Um, so yeah, we're looking at getting those. So excited about that. But um, and then the other thing is this past weekend there was a big um, for the first time a big Christian music festival that happened in this area about an hour outside of town. Uh, it was their first year of doing it. Um, and and the festival was at this big open field, um, and and so we went to the festival this weekend, and um, we stayed. We we actually went Saturday morning, and we stayed the night into Sunday. Uh, we stayed in an Airbnb, and we met up with my wife's family, and uh, um, so we went. We went in the. We went to this festival basically planning on going for two days, going for Saturday and Sunday. Um, and so we went on Saturday and both days were beautiful, but man, out in an open field, no clouds whatsoever. And, and here it's still like in the eighties here. So Pretty yeah, warm then. it was, it was quite toasty. Outside. It just beats you up out there in the middle of the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the, the bands we saw were, were great, um, what festival was this? Did you say that? So, so this is a Christian music festival. It's called Worship on the Mount, Worship on the Mountain, because uh, it's literally in the mountains. Um, and excuse me, uh, this was their this was their first year of doing it, and so they had a bunch of worship artists, Christian music artists, like um, the ones we saw on Saturday. Um, there was one from like a local church that kind of opened up. Uh, they did a they did a set. Um, their worship team, which was great. Um, there's a worship team called Vertical Worship, um, which if you're familiar with worship music, they're, they're one of the big ones out there. Um, they had Ren Collective, which is a worship band from Northern Ireland, which they are fantastic if you're into Christian music and worship music. Um, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, you know, very like folksy with like, you know, Irish 
Irish kind of music. Um, it's mm-hmm. oh, it's fantastic. But right about like midway through their set, like <clears throat> we put uh, I put sunscreen and stuff on, obviously. Um, but the problem was like the sunscreen would just like melt off my face from the sweat. <laughs> yeah. So been there, my friend. <laughs> and it was getting into my eyes. Oh and, no! Like, no. no. It was, burning the ever-loving it, crap out of it, my eyes oh it hurts so bad and, and <laughs> you, so, can't, it out. you can't rub your eyes because it just gets in there yeah farther. it just makes it worse it makes it all worse it's it's like you just need one of those random eye wash stations like in the middle yeah. of that field where's the eye wash station it's like stepping from the eighth <clears throat> circle into the ninth circle of <laughs> that is correct it's in it's your hard. eyeballs like, <laughs> dipping them right in um but uh which is terrible at a Christian music festival, but um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but so yeah, midway through Ren Collective's set, um, thankfully we had um, wristbands, so we were able to come in and out, come in and out of the festival. Um, so we were able to leave, and and so we we left and went back to the Airbnb, and like I immediately just jumped in the shower, and just like just yeah. s- soaked my face and everything, <clears throat> and like. Oh my gosh, it was terrible. We went back a, f- a couple hours later, and by then it was like six thirty-seven. Well, actually seven thirty, and by then the sun was almost down, and it felt way better. Um, so we came back, and a group called Bethel Music uh, was there. Uh, they actually did a couple of nights, um, and I totally understand for some, for people that don't know anything about Christian music, you're like, who are these people? I'm like, but it's all good. Um, and then uh, the guy who closed the set was Chris Tomlin. Uh, he closed the night, nice. Um, which he is one of my favorite worship leaders, uh, one of my favorite favorite artists. Um, which was which was great. Uh, we stayed for most of his set, but we're the kind of people that like we wanted to leave before traffic hit, because you know everybody and their mothers trying to get out of the venue. You mean um, you guys are smart, responsible people that make yeah. good decisions. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's like mainly it. <laughs> to save my sanity, uh, just yeah. because uh, that's the worst getting stuck in those long lines leaving yep. there. Yep. Um, so yeah, we, we left, we left it, uh, just before his set, uh, ended. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, we, we really thought about it. I was like, I do not want another day of that. I just, I just can't, I can't handle another day of being outside like that. Um, it was good for it, be, for it being an outdoor venue simply because, you know, you're able to space yourself out from people. And, you know, we didn't get into the, like, really into the crowd. So, obviously, for, you know, COVID reasons, uh, we tried to kind of hang back a little bit, um, which was nice. Um, and, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I, 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 I enjoyed it. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if I would do multiple days next year. Um, but, uh, but it, no, it was, it was definitely a lot of fun. It was nice to get away. Especially like the the festival is in like a really small town area, um, so you get that small like it's a historical town that I've never actually stayed in. So it was, it was really nice, and and the house we stayed in was great, and um, so it's definitely nice to to get away and 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 enjoy that that festival, even though there were some some kind of negative things to it, but. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much my my week and my weekend in terms of in real life. But on the gaming front, um, I did jump back into Hades. 
And then I jump right back out of Hades. (laughs) (laughs) Womp, 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 womp. Now, I will say, I did hit a personal, little personal goal and actually beat the first boss. Um, All right, all right. There you go. Um, which I was super <clears throat> frustrated with the first time I, I tried to play through. Um, so I beat her. And I'm like, okay, let's let's keep going. Um, and then I, I got to the second boss, uh, that skull snake boss guy. I can't remember. Bone Hydra. Bone, Bone Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, I was doing okay. Um, you know, I figured it out pretty quickly and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then, you know, I died. And I know you had told me, Patrick um, and Lucas, that there there are no checkpoints. But it like right. it really hit me when when it actually happened. I'm like, oh, I gotta, yeah. gotta do, I gotta do all of that again. Um, and and to me, just the way that it's it's the gameplay is presented, it's just not my not my forte. It's not my cup of tea. Um, and and so you know, I've I've tried multiple playthroughs of it. And and it's just just not my thing. It's that's not to say it's a bad game because it is not. It's it's definitely done. It's not. done very well. Um, and there's definitely pros about it. Um, things that I enjoyed about it. But overall, it's just not something that was grabbing me. Um, it's not generally my style of game. Uh, it's not something I find. You know, I, it's not something I gravitate to. So yeah, um, well, we we appreciate your effort. Yeah, so put putting the time and uh, you know, I did my best. Now, how many runs did you do with God Mode on? Just Uh, out of curiosity, how many f? How many you know ventures out into the? the I guess just the I guess just the one. Um, Okay, which it was it was easier. It was a lot easier. I did I did notice that, Um, but it's just. Yeah. I just don't I, like. That I really wish. I really points. wish you would have gotten the God mode right at the beginning. But yeah. Did you unlock it, the gun by any chance, Mark? No, he didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, he the did gun's not great. get far enough. Yeah, the gun's fantastic. I love the yeah, real gun. I just. I, I don't did. like the. If it was like, you know, because it's still rogue light, ver, rogue like versus rogue light. Because it's rogue light. No, is it's it with rogue the light? Yep. Uh huh. Because I thought can, rogue lights have checkpoints. No. No, there's no, there's no rogues don't have checkpoints in in any form, other than like sometimes they have save like dead cells for example has save, has save points, but that's not a factor in uh, either of the rogue types. Gotcha. Um, it's because the progress carries over, like in terms of you know investing darkness into the mirror of night, uh, the other things that you can unlock that carry over to the next run, um, that makes it a rogue light. With a T, gotcha. If okay. it, it the ones you really don't like are the rogue likes, like where it's just like you you just have to get better. Yeah, um, I would say enter the gungeon is more like a rogue like than it is a rogue light, but you do unlock stuff still in enter the gungeon, so gotcha. it's somewhere in between that. But yeah, yeah. I just yeah. think in general, I, I I just have a hard time with with you know say, with no checkpoints and no. <laughs> Yeah, I know can... Apex. Apex does have a lot of checkpoints, and it doesn't, you know. See, over, everybody, over everybody gives again. me that. Everybody gives me <laughs> that argument, but it's it. not. <laughs> it's not the same. It is not the same. Just because there yeah. are plenty of points where you can you can heal up, 
you can you can yes, recover there are. things in like Hades. That. Yep. No, not <laughs> yes, like there are. Not like Apex. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> yeah. No. We'll tell you though, Mark. Like to your credit, it is demoralizing. Like being on a decent run and then all of a sudden just like walking back into like the underworld or whatever. The like, pool. Like you just have to start again. Yeah, like there are there are things that you can you can equip in terms of your your health and things like that. And God mode, yes, you get a certain amount of health back. I guess with every with every. No, you just get damage reduction. Yeah, yeah. you don't get hit um, as hard. They like kind of slap there, you. On there the are hand. points where you can buy health, but it's not all the time. Um, depending on what you know, that what is that guy's name? Karen or Charon? I can't remember the yeah. guy's name. Yeah, Karen. Okay, Karen. Karen. It's hard to say Karen. Karen. It's <laughs> such I, a yeah, Karen. You, I call him uh, Sharon sometimes. Yeah. Hey, Sharon. But how you doing? At least with, with, with Apex you can like stock up on, on med kits and and cells and things <laughs> like that to heal your, your armor and stuff like that. And you can always quickly go to a corner and heal up and things like that. To me, that's just that's that's the big difference. And it's all in the way that it is presented. Gotcha. Um, so that yeah and and to those who like those type of games that's awesome i mean there are there are games that i like that y'all don't like and that's and that's awesome um so it's just it's just the way that it is the way that's presented that just not my thing yeah uh, but i did all right did you play anything story. you liked this week i did great i have been playing the absolute mess out of psychonauts 2 um, All right. I started cool, playing cool, cool. that on, I want to say Sunday, um, and and for the better part of Sunday and Monday, I was just that's all I was playing was was Psychonauts two. Um, I didn't play Psychonauts one. Uh, I missed that that boat, um, but it was really easy just to watch a recap video and find out what happened in in the first Psychonauts and in the, um, the expansion for, uh, VR, which was called the Rhombus of Ruin. Um, and, uh, so I jumped right into, into Psychonauts 2, and this is like Tim Burton in a game. I just, I love the, mm, the, yeah. the art style and, um, just the, the quirky humor, um, and the, the story is very sci-fi. Um, which I which I absolutely love. Um, it's Double Fine. Double Fine is is just like like a Tim Burton, but in video game form. Double yep. Fine does it really well. Yep, absolutely. And I've I've absolutely been loving the the story and the gameplay. Um, they make it super fun and interesting. Um, there's all these like funny little elements that um, you know Double Fine's known to do, and um, yeah, I'm absolutely loving loving this game. Um, I'm definitely going to finish it. Um, I, I think I'm pretty close to the end at this point. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, nice. but that is it for me. Cool. Sweet. Pat, Patrick. Hi. What's up, buddy? What's up with you? I see, see you're hanging out with the old, uh, Black Panther over there. I did. It looks like he's trying to give you a hug. He bummed <laughs> Uh, yeah, so speaking of that, I played the Avengers, the War for Wakanda expansion. 
Nice. Uh, finally, because that was my plan. I was I wanted to play Avengers before I jumped into the GMGB VC all that jazz. Uh, Days Gone game. So yep. I I jumped into um, uh, the Days Gone game. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually started Days Gone. I got to the opening cutscene and I was like, "What am I doing? I want to play Avengers." So I went over to play Avengers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Switch gears. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Why am I? I? I don't know." I was like, "I was like in a weird zone where I didn't know what I was turning on." I was like, "This isn't what I wanted to play." Um. So I so I played uh the War for Wakanda expansion, and uh yeah, it was fun. I mean, I loved getting back into the Avengers world. Uh, um, it was the same stuff, you know, over and over again. You go to a point, yeah. You beat some guys up, and then you go to another point. You beat some more guys up, uh, but uh, but the story for this was really cool. It was all based in Wakanda. Uh, they had we had some Avengers that had come come with you uh, that were part of more part of the story. So that was kind of cool, uh, and and yeah, the it was it was it was really fun. the The thing was is I was saving up all of my credits to max out the uh challenge card for black panther right and i saw the black panther uh all of the things that you can unlock and really to be honest the first outfit that you get for black panther the one that comes with the game um it's the best one <laughs> that that for me <laughs> it was the best one um i thought of that the, the what they did to to bring it into this video game world was really well done um they did have the uh black panther movie outfit too and that was uh, for like 1400 credits i think i had like 5000 so i so i so i got that one so i switched back and forth between the one that they gave you and the black panther movie edition one there you uh, go so, so that was cool uh the storyline was really good but uh but the challenge card uh, so going back to the challenge card it, it, none of the none of the emotes is the is the Wakanda forever emote? What? Wow, none of them, none of them are. It's and I'm not like, even like the final emote or something. None of them, and that was another reason why I didn't feel like I needed to max it out because I'm like, is it gonna be? Are they gonna sell me? That they're gonna make make me buy this emote, and I'm just like putting on my fingers like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was another reason why. So I held on to some of my credits uh, because. From what I understand, the tomorrow is Wednesday the eighth, and I think Avengers, uh, they are Crystal Dynamics, is going to come out with the re- what they're going to do for the rest of 2021. And okay. Okay. from what they said last month in August, just like three weeks ago, that Spider-Man is still slated for 2021. Really? So uh, right. my my impression is they are going to unveil that tomorrow. Uh, which is what I want to hold on to my credits for. Uh, for so, sure. Smart. Yeah, but if it's if that's going to come out in 2021, I'm not sure if it's actually going to be a story uh, kind of download or if it's going to be like, hey, Spider-Man is now in the game. If you want a story, there's also these other awesome Spider-Man stories that are on PlayStation right now <laughs> that you can go get uh, for pretty cheap, and they're really good. Um, so... But yeah, I I really liked the the War for Wakanda. They said it was like it was like the longest story of all the downloadable stories. I'm not so sure. I think they were pretty much on par with the with the Kate Bishop and the Hawkeye one. Mm, um, okay. And I think the stories have really progressively gotten better. 
the first one with Kate Bishop didn't really care for, but then it really got good with Hawkeye, and then the War for Wakanda one was really good. So um, looking That's forward good. to you playing that, Lucas, so we can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's really good. Um, on the life front, so when we bought our house like 13 years ago, uh, our outdoor garage had um, be- the previous owners, there was a fire. And so the insurance company came out and they had repainted it some like really ugly, like off pink color, like a peach color or something like that. Ooh. It's been it's been gross for a while. And that's one of the things that we always wanted to do is to redo the re- reside or repaint the outdoor garage. Uh, but we focused on on inside the house first. So uh, this past weekend um, on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, we went outside and we got the pressure washer out. We got uh, we took out off off all the paint and then we repainted it um, and it looks it looks good as new. Like I saw it, the pictures. It's the same color as our house. So the same white trim and gray siding. So it looks really good. It looks like it's supposed to be what it was supposed to be 13 years ago. Nice. Um, so we're pretty happy with that. Uh, and it was it was like I had to get up on a ladder. Like I don't know how how high you guys have gotten up on ladders before, but we have one of those ladders where it's the dual ladder or whatever, where it goes. It can you can like extend, extend it. it. Yeah. Um, and so I am up behind the garage and uh, I had to use almost the entire extender to get up to oh, the wow. peak. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm up there and the, the, it's kind of like a little shaky. It's not like crazy shaky, but you can see, you can feel it move as I'm doing the paint strokes and Mel comes back and she's like, Oh, I'm just making sure you're still alive. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? I'm. What do you mean? And then she's like, oh, she's like, she points at this post, and the top of the post is like metal, and it's like jagged metal. She's like, I just don't want you to fall on that. And I'm like, well, now I'm thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. So I'm like up there. I'm like just really trying not to fall. Uh, But it was it was scary being up being up that high. Um, But uh, but we got it done. We got it done. It looks really nice. Really happy finally that that's been taken care of because it's really been an eyesore. Um, nice. On the movie front, so seriously, so since I only played Avengers and Avengers took me like one sitting, <laughs> it was like maybe like four or five hours. Hmm. Got that, got that out of the way, and I really just watched movies all week. Nice. Um, I rewatched Aladdin, the live action movie because that's classic. I, I love, I love it. <laughs> I rewatched the Power Rangers, the new. 2019 one or whatever it is i am still I, disappointed that they dropped that they really that was a good movie i liked that it, it was it, it 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 took them an hour and 20 minutes for them to finally become power rangers that's fair yeah which it was i mean that's the whole reason why you're watching it. you don't really care about the backstory of the kids you could have done that in 30 minutes and then be an hour and a half of them in the power ranger suits yeah but that's fair besides that um, I, I I enjoy I enjoyed it. Um, I'm a big Power Rangers fan, so I wa- rewatched that. Uh, I rewatched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice. Uh, yeah. And so uh, rewatched that one. Um, I rewatched a couple other movies, and then I but it really culminated on Saturday night when I want when I went to go see Shang Shang Chi. I don't I think that's how you say it. Uh, so the I new guess Marvel movie. So I guess the way and, and it's difficult for me to even think about saying it this way. 
Say it like S-H and the word young. Like Y-O-U-N-G. Xiong. Xiangqi. Well, the way the way the the main uh, actor uh, Shang Chi said it, he um, he his real name is Shang, but he but when he went to came over to America, he changed it to Sean, <laughs> and he's like so yeah. he's like just say Sean, but just ung at the end, so Shang. Yeah. So um, I was hmm. like, okay, well, okay. Um, so that I'll tell you what, uh, if you've ever seen a movie like. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, with those crazy martial art moves where they're flying yes. all over the place and they're doing their moves and like just like moving around and the environment is kind of like moving with them. They're doing defying crazy gravity. jumps and defying gravity. Yes, yeah, uh, that's what was in this movie, and it was awesome. They the 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 fight scenes in this movie are unbelievable. Like the best choreography probably of any fight scenes in any of Marvel's movies. It was so awesome to see. And the Sweet. reason why it was like, like with Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, just going back to that movie in general, um, they're all flying around, but they're not, they don't have superpowers. But with when, right. when you're Marvel characters and you have superpowers and you're doing those moves, it kind of like, I can agree that, okay, I believe yes. this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, they look like someone had turned off the gravity and they're just like floating. Yeah. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not, you don't feel powerful just like floating around like a cloud. It's, you gotta oh. have some, you gotta have some, I don't know, some oomph to it. Yeah. And, so, and, uh, and this movie did. And this movie nice. really, it really felt like they, I mean, they definitely were defying gravity, but they defied gravity where it looked like it could have been, it could have been possible. Yeah. Um, so it was just like that marrying of the two two things. Um, story was was great. Uh, interested to to see how the this movie and these characters tie into the overarching plans into Phase Four uh, because uh, it was really good. I mean, that was comedy, action, good story. Uh, this and Lucas, this movie was all about family. All. About That's what family. I'm talking about. Keep 2021 and going. The yes, year of family. Like this was this was a family movie. It was not uh, all all of it was about family, and the deep into the storyline, the crux of it is it was family. So Ugh, um, I'm so pumped. Loved loved this. loved it. Uh, if I had to if I had to rate this one, I probably would give it an eight eight and a half out of ten. I mean, it was really good. Okay. It probably good. would be in my like top half of the Marvel movies if I had to rank them. Um, it was really, it was really good. And what what I love that Marvel does when they introduce characters, they do it really, really well, and they just knocked it out of the park again with a new character. Yeah, and new I origin. Had no story. idea, no idea who this person was. Yeah. Um, so it was really good. Nice. And yeah. I went, I went. No, no. I said I saw it on Sunday. Night. I think I said Saturday. I went to see it on Sunday night, and the theater was packed. Like it was full house. You walked into the movie theater and. The concession stand lines were like almost to the door. Like there were so many people there, and I and I get in, and there's was just like almost every single seat is already taken. I wonder if they there's some seats that weren't taken because I think there were some social distancing things going on because they always sell two seats to like a ticket or whatever. So um, I had nobody on the right side of me and nobody on the left side of me. So I had to, I had to, I had both arm wrestles. Great. Nice. nice. Yeah, I'm not. 
I'm not too keen on on going into a movie theater still. I'm just mm-hmm. still not ready for that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, which I feel bad because I want to support the movie, but at the right. same time, I, I do know it is coming to Disney Plus uh, in about a month. Yeah, and what is it? It's like usually in like the first weekend, these Marvel movies are like three hundred to five hundred million yeah. like worldwide. Yeah. And right now, I think it's sitting at like a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty million. But it did, it did like crush yeah, the record for uh, for Labor Day weekend uh, box office. Even that's even which in is the face wild. Of COVID. Yeah, I mean it's 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 great. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um So. Um, but yeah, I'm probably gonna wait until until October, which which hurts because I do want to see it. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. But um, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to watching it. So cool. Well, yeah, nice. that's about that's about it for me, Lucas. All right, all right, how all you right, doing, buddy. Well, I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty well. Um, we're we're in our second week of the family all being at home. Because of a few COVID cases in our school. So just taking it easy. Everybody has their little areas where they do their Zoom meetings or, you know, do their homework, do their work. Um, I'm usually hanging out with James in the dining room kitchen area. And uh, we've we've been surviving. We actually got a four-day weekend. We did not celebrate Labor Day with you guys, but we celebrated Independence Day for Brazil, which is today. And so nice. uh, that was pretty, pretty cool. And to, of course, to commemorate, we went to the movies. Uh, we did not see uh, Shang-Chi um, as much as we wanted to. We actually on the drive to the mall to go see the movie, uh, to see the movie we were going to see. Uh, we were like, hey, kids, uh, if we leave partway through the movie we're watching, we're just going to see Shang-Chi. So don't worry about it. We'll be back. And they were just like. Are you serious? They're like, no, <laughs> we're just kidding. We wouldn't ditch you. And I'm like, only because your mom's around, I wouldn't ditch you. Just <laughs> I'd be like, so we wouldn't ditch you, but yeah, I would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would leave. You know, I'd leave some information. You'd be fine. Little name tags. Um, but yeah, we actually went to see Peter Rabbit too. Um, I can't remember what is it called in English. Have you seen Patrick? Peter Rabbit too? Okay, good. I thought you would not know. Um, yeah. in, in Portuguese, it's the fugitive, but it's like, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a Peter totally Rabbit different 2, movie with the Harrison fugitive. Ford. I'm like, exactly. It's like, I waited, I was waiting for uh, Tommy Lee Jones to show up. <laughs> like, I don't care, Peter Rabbit. I don't care what you did. I did or didn't not do. Have to kill my wife. I, did I not don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm arresting you. So, yeah. Uh, it was, it was very entertaining. I mean, we, we loved the first one. I don't know if Who's any of that? you guys saw Is that John Marston in that or James uh, Marston. No, no, no. That's, that's hop with the, the Easter bunny. Uh, <laughs> there's multiple bunny movies. <laughs> there's multiple bunny movies. No, this one John has Marston's from red dead redemption. <laughs> it was totally red dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you on Marston, but I totally forgot his name. No, this one's with uh, general Hux is the, the main Oh yeah, that's right. He's a totally different character. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is actually in the first movie. He's very much like General Hux. Like he he's pretty much trying to kill Peter Rabbit the entire movie. Um, (laughs) But in the second one, spoilers for Peter Rabbit one, he marries the 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 female protagonist, and so 
he's actually a, a protagonist. He's a good guy in, in Peter yeah. Rabbit too. Uh, but both movies we watched first in Portuguese and then Peter Rabbit one we watched in English later. And there were in, in both languages, there were parts of it that we really appreciated. One of them was in the movie at some point, there's a deer that keeps getting caught in headlights. And in Portuguese, the word for headlights is farol. And it would just stand there and go, oh, farol. And so... Making that silly, this that funny sound and a, you know using a different word. Like ever since watching that with our kids, every time like we see headlights or we get stuck looking at a light or something, just one of us will be like, "Oh, fado!" <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just a a silly family you know joke. And then one of the things we were looking forward to in part two was the deer saying that. And I kid you not, the deer said every word except fado. It said lanterna. It said, uh, what else did it say? It said, a luz do sol, which is sunlight. Like it, it named everything, but it didn't say farol, which was really just weird because that was like its catchphrase in the movie. So that, that made us a little sad just because that was like a, just a little inside joke with the fam. But we still laughed a lot. It was still really funny. At one point, they had a, the, the movie had a Green Day song, uh, blaring. Uh, with Peter Rabbit walking down the street. So I was, of course, singing along. Nice. And uh, just, Which one just was enjoying it? Down that this lonesome road. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I walk alone, I walk alone. My shadow. Yeah. And so it was a, it was a good one. Uh, it, it, was, it was a fun time. So I give it about a 7.9 out of 10. I, we didn't think it was as good as the first one, but it still had a lot of character, a lot of good moments. Yeah. We look forward to watching it in English. Um, there are some jokes which just don't translate. I'm like, I get what you're saying, but it's just not as funny. I need yeah. to hear it in English, you know? Yeah. So, but it still was a good time. Um, and then, uh, besides that, uh, puppy update for the, the latest and greatest from Rayla are now four and a half month German shepherd, who's probably around 40 pounds now. Um, she is a growing and she, uh, definitely is starting to reveal to us the things she likes and does not like. She does not like um, sandals and shoes that fall from trees. I don't know how this happened, but at some point, something fell out of one of the trees at our house and it landed on the ground. And I thought it was like from the way Rayla reacted, I thought it was alive. Like she was going <laughs> up to it and like touching it with her nose and then backing off and barking at it. And I was like, what, Rayla, what did you find? I, I thought it was a dead animal or, or maybe a live animal that was going to attack her. I walk up and it's a, it's a flip-flop covered in mud, like a kid's <laughs> flip-flop covered in mud. And Hold on. She, wait, be, I need to stop you. I know yeah, where me, he's going with this because I, like, I need clarification as well. Like, is this a regular <laughs> occurrence where flip-flops and shoes fall out of trees on a regular basis? It's the Listen, first time it's, it's ever happened. We're just keeping the we're just keeping the trend going of weird stuff happening in Brazil. Uh, honestly, the way you hey. said it, it sounds like it happens all the time. I mean, yeah, it might happen like, for other people. <laughs> I like I, was the, like, I like the, you know, just pretend like it's normal. Just flip-flops falling out of trees. No, <laughs> trust me. We like were... It was normal. Like, you kept going. I'm like, ah, I need to stop you now. Like, <laughs> you, you, what you said, you're like, you know, she, Rayla, she doesn't like it when, when sandals and, and flip-flops fall out of trees. I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, no, what's <laughs> when does what's that crazy <laughs> about it, it's not that it's normal, but it's just not a, it's like, 
it's it's not like it moves or it falls <laughs> out of the tree and telling, just sits there. You telling Tasha, no, shoes don't grow on trees. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, my kids are so uh, Yeah, they do. Yeah, Here we they don't do. need to buy them anymore. <laughs> yeah, where do you think flip-flops come from? The flip-flop yeah, tree. That's right, flip-flop the flip-flop tree. tree. The Hawaiiana tree. That's okay. what they're called. You can buy very a little ex- packet of, of flip-flop seeds. Those are very yeah. exotic Brazilian <laughs> trees. But I picked it up and I like put it in front of her and she thought I was trying to like shove a live animal in her face like oh she was God. not she didn't know what it was <laughs> she did not know what it was she did not understand what was happening she was very confused uh the other thing she does not like she does not like walking down our spiral staircases still um mm. we got her down four steps and her back legs were on like the first step down and then her front <laughs> legs and she was down. like she was like nope and she turned right around and went up and we did it multiple days multiple not times me. But little by little, we're going to get her there. Uh, she does not like uh, busy four-lane, non-highway roads. We took her to a park uh, yesterday, and she was barking at every other car, every other motorcycle, lunging sometimes at the cars driving past us. And I was like, this <laughs> in, is in, not good. In her defense, I don't like those either. So you know, I mean, I don't <laughs> either, but I don't lunge at them. I'm That's like... Fair. You know, I give him the stink eye maybe or shake my head at him, but I don't jump at him. She's like, I'll eat you. I'll I'll, I'll cut you. And I'm like, I no, you won't. They you. will they will kill you. And so I got a really good workout taking Rayla to the park. Uh, she, I, I kind of wish I had like, I don't know, like a sled or a, a, a cart of some kind because she just would have pulled me just right down. Of course, she would have pulled me into oncoming traffic. So that would have been bad. So never mind. I take that back. I don't. I don't want to have a sled on me the next time we get, we do that. But uh, yeah, she she was on the struggle bus. She was barking and going after everything. But we got a trainer. We got to get used to just these outside, you know, uh, these outside things. She's got to eventually get to the point where it's just normal and not a big deal, whether it's flip-flops falling from trees or cars driving down the road. So uh, the last thing she doesn't like is people who cut down our trees. We had two huge trees in our front yard about i would say at least 60 feet tall so you you very dead so what you did is you sided with rayla and you cut down the flip-flop tree oh we did we cut (laughs) down like i know you don't like this so we're getting rid of it you know what we're gonna cut it down for you because we love you (laughs) you're you're our favorite dog in our family yeah so and it was it was quite a sight to behold. These trees were so big that when they cut down the topmost parts and those those top parts hit the ground, mm-hmm. it shook the property, like <laughs> like it it was loud and uh, it thumped the ground. I mean, it at one point probably the midway of one tree, it it flipped down and when it landed, it was like a dagger. And it sank into the ground at least three or four feet and just, and just made this huge divot in the dirt. Like we had to fill it in with dirt and sand and stuff. Um, it was crazy. Like I've never seen trees like live getting cut down like that. Uh, but it was pretty cool. They definitely destroyed one of our, our flower bushes. I don't know what flowers they are. And I honestly don't personally care because I kill stuff anyways when I try to be like, you know, green thumb, uh, planting guy. But, uh, yeah, so it was it was fun, but they, there was a group of guys here all day, and they they cut down these two dead trees um, that were not dispensing flip flops. Just to be clear, not anymore. They were not dead. that one. They couldn't they couldn't do it. Uh, but Rayla does love her family and car rides and tummy rubs still. So 
there are things that she likes just that's not good. the other things i mentioned yeah um still playing hades it's it's a fantastic game i'm just a couple trophies away from the platinum uh but i'm not in a hurry to get it because i want to make it platinum number 300 um but like i said i'm not really in a hurry so i plan to play a whole bunch of it to 100 percent a bunch of the the weapons and unlocking things using the resources i definitely bought some uh some pet toys for cerberus today which he did not care for yeah but i still bought them for Aww. him because I, I, I love him he's best boy so i was like you know what mm-hmm. i got you covered i'm giving you these i got him a little fancy bed uh he doesn't really appreciate it but he still he loves he still loves he still loves me um other than that like patrick said i started days gone for the gmg vgbc so in the coming weeks we will be having some thoughts to say about that for sure how, how far are you into days gone now because i i'm i'm almost starting it i i got probably three missions in i uh you know without what's... giving away too much okay. i'm i'm doing like i have my like i have kind of i've gotten to the point where i now already have like a laundry list of side missions and then yeah. my own missions and this guy over here is like hey won't you help me out with this at one point, like some people took my bike and they're like, well, if you do these five things for us, you got <laughs> yeah, you covered. Awesome. Wow. Like, you you <laughs> ransomed your bike. Something. Okay. You took my bike. <laughs> That's my bike, my bike, my bike. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I would say I'm like four missions in hmm. probably. But yeah. I, I When I booted it up, I looked and I was like, I have four trophies from this game. You you had started it already. I don't even I don't remember ever starting it. So I'm thinking either one of my buddies came over, they were playing it, or someone played it because I don't remember anything. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I've played. I've probably played like two two and a half hours and have gotten. I've gotten like three or four trophies. So are you playing trophies... on your yours or mine? Like, are you no, mine. On... I have okay. it from the I collection. Like, oh, okay. No, I was not, wondering. Wait, like, are, is that, is that I'm why not I'm popping got, I got trophies, trophies for you, my friend? Okay, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not popping trophies for you. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry, not sorry. The last, the last thing that started playing this week was the Crash Team Racing adventure portion. I think I had talked about playing Crash Team Racing with my kids, uh, that they really liked it. And so this past week we start, we started the adventure mode, which is single player, but we just did a, we did a controller you know can pass the controller controller swap whatever um so we took turns and uh tasha's a natural she you know i had to do a few of the tracks over again but she completed her first boss race against ripper rue and she beat him by a nose and mm, uh nice, it was nice. impressive nice. she was almost giving up because i mean i don't know if you guys have played crash bandicoot i think i know patrick has maybe yep. mark but <clears throat> Ripper Rue just he's all about the TNT. So the whole time Tasha's racing, he's dropping TNT like constantly every what would be equivalent to every five or six feet. And Tasha's like, you can't do that. That's cheating. I'm like Tasha, he's a <laughs> he's a boss. He can do whatever he I was wants. I gonna say, to welcome to video games. Yeah, welcome to video games. So, uh, but yeah, so that was really cool to see her. You know, she kind of got behind. She got a little down. You know, she thankfully had a few laps and, and she won in the end. So nice. we're, we're enjoying that. It's good fun. Uh, I mean, it's nonsensical. It's Crash Bandicoot. It's like an alien comes and is like, I'm the best racer in the world. And I'm going to show you right here, right now. And they're like, whoa, 
let's do it. Okay. And that's it. And then Tasha's <laughs> like, Tasha's like, I, there was at some point she's like, I can't really hear what's going on. And I'm like, don't worry. It's not that important. I'm like, I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes. Nothing's really happening. That makes any sense. But yeah, I was really proud of her for beating that, beating that boss race. Speaking of bosses, we have a discussion to discuss about the hardest boss battles we have ever faced in our entire lives. Hope you're ready. Let's do this. Let's go. Transition music. Right now. Ka-chow. That's right, folks. We are talking about the hardest video game boss battles known to man or known to us. I can't remember. I've already forgotten. I know I'm a part of this and I'm part of the planning process, but is this top three or are we just... There wasn't really a number. Battles? Uh, there wasn't yeah. really a number put. Because I have eight. I have five. Par for the course, as is yep. tradition. Actually, <laughs> if I count all these other ones I have... The honorable mention. 13. I have 300. <laughs> I have three. Uh, three boss fights. Yep. So yeah, I don't. I, I think we should just do a round robin. I don't. I don't really have mine yeah. in particular order because there are different points in my life. Like what was a difficult boss fight when I was like seven years old? Yeah. It's not a difficult boss, one now. Bosses back in the NES days. I mean, they don't even I mean, hold. A, I mean, like those. Those were. I those were the toughest. But I didn't even get to most of the boss fights. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I was like, true. I got to the second level. I was like, I was like Mark with Hades. It's like, I got to the second area. <laughs> and I'm done. And that's all. Those were all roguelike games back in the day. <laughs> they were. <laughs> no save points. Yep. Like and haven't finished most of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is correct. That is correct. So let's jump into uh, our this, the most difficult boss battles. Sure. Um, I, I think, you know, just because uh, I couldn't make, I was trying to make up a reason. Ronnie, you go first. <laughs> All right. So this was, uh, this was more difficult than I thought, because like, when you think back about bosses, you're like, I mean, for somebody like me, like, I don't really play that many video games, like that many different video games, I guess. Uh -huh. So to, like, think back across like my lifetime and what bosses have like stood out. I come to find that really most of the games that I play don't have like a specific person as a boss, you know, mm. it's more like a scenarios and things like that. Or like, gotcha, you know, like a red dead redemption or a grand theft auto or something where it's really not like you are technically going to beat a person, but it's not like old school. You face him and jam a bunch of buttons and get sweaty. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's what I was trying to think about. Sweaty bosses, basically like who, gotcha. like, you know, really, I had to make a few runs at and all this. Yeah. Uh, the first one that I actually recall is only from a couple of years ago, and it was not the final boss of the game, but it was Modok from Ultimate Avengers Two. Okay. Mm. All right. You know, he's the, the guy floating, with the big chair. floating head, the, uh, floating head, and his big Alliance? head. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The Marvel's like Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. I think it's the, the second first one. one, or the second. He's in the first one for sure. Is but. he? I know. I think I. Oh, I don't know if I played the first one. I think I only, I only played ah, the second okay. one. Patrick and um, I played the first one together. We fought Modok. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember him being like so oddly difficult, like for being not yeah. like the end boss. And it took me a bunch of different tries to like get through. Mm. 
what was like what was a, an aspect of his that fight um, that was I can't remember difficult that you can remember. I can't remember what movie had. I don't know if it was like a series of like missiles or something that he fired out, but he almost like covers the whole level in something. Um, mm. And it's really hard to get away with. And it does a ton of damage. He also does like a charge type thing. And it's hard yeah. to get out of his way if you're not like already moving that way. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I remember him beating me a few times and I was like, man, this, this isn't even the end. Like this is ridiculous. So yeah, Modoc was my first one. Yeah, I mean, I find that the the Marvel Ultimate Alliance, at least number one, if if I have to play on easy with my kids, or you know, they if they don't carry their weight, we're done. Like I can't, I can't just yeah, carry everyone. Right. Like you have to all work together. You just can't muscle through with one character. Right. No, you you can't. And so those games, those games are tough if you play on the normal or even hard. So I can imagine Modok being tough. Modok yeah, in think... Ultimate Alliance One, he quizzed you before you fought him. Oh and yeah, that's right. You remember that, Patrick? Yeah, yeah. He asked you these questions, <laughs> and some of them are so elementary. And he's like, "How did you know that?" <laughs> but yeah, I think I played cool. through on on the the hard difficulty. Uh, me and a couple of buddies did. So yeah, you did. It was really nice. Rough. All right, Mark, what you got? What's your first boss battle you want to throw out there? So there's one that, like, I remember the first time I played this boss, how intimidating the boss was. Mm -hmm. And even on a more recent playthrough, many, many years later, uh, it was still, and maybe it was because I was so far removed from it, um, that it, I, I found, even though I knew what to do, like, I was I was having a hard time with it. Um, the final boss of Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf and Ganon. Um, so, and, and it's one of those bosses, you know, you know, it's, it's going to be tough when there's multiple levels to the boss. Like he's got Mm, multiple like versions of himself. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you've got to go through all the steps and, and all that kind of stuff. And I remember the first time, like I, I went against Ganondorf. And just how intimidating all of that sets up when he you enter this dark room and he's sitting there at this like old pipe organ and he's playing this dark ominous music and he's just like classic bad guy mode going on and he turns around and, he's, and he powers up his Triforce and that's when it's on and the whole like arena changes and, and then that's when you've got to basically play, uh, you know volleyball or ping pong with him <laughs> oh i re- i rem- i'd forgotten about that you got to play ping pong and it's back in the 3d days where depth perception was much more difficult yeah they had not mastered how like your eyes would you just had to get the timing down and yeah and, pray, and pray. S- some of this is you know the gameplay and and when it was made contributes to how difficult it is um and yeah. how difficult it was for me in my recent playthrough of ocarina of time but like you know, first level you've got to play volleyball with him, the the or ping pong or whatever. Um, you've got to do a back and forth with him, which um, people have actually messed with quite a bit, just because um, you can you can use your sword to deflect his little um, energy beam he throws at you, but you can also use like um, a bottle, like a fairy bottle, and then smack it you know back and forth with him. You can use just random stuff, and it still works, hmm. um, but. Um, yeah, I just remember that like several times I had trouble, 
um, deflecting, like getting the timing exactly right to, to deflect because the more you hit it, like the faster he goes with it. Um, and then you've got to whip out your, like he'll, it, it'll, the beam will hit him and then he'll fall to the ground onto his knees and you've got to whip out your light arrow and, and shoot him with the light arrow and, um, shooting with, with the controls in that game is kind of difficult with the arrows. Um, and so it took me several tries to get it down right. And then, you know, you've got that, once you've defeated him there, then you've got to, um, you've got to descend down the castle because he decides to blow up the castle. And so the castle is blowing up all around you while you're trying to, you know, run down the stairs and through these different rooms. And there's all these enemies that are, that are trying to attack you, um, in, in certain parts of the castle then you get to the bottom and the castle just completely falls to pieces. And then he, Ganondorf rises from the ashes and turns into his final form, which is this giant wild boar-like um, character, which is Ganon. Um, right. And and basically you've got to you've got to get behind him and, and slash the 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 bright part of his tail, which that part's not as bad. But like just the multifaceted parts of it um, made it really, you know, kind of challenging and 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 intimidating to me. So, yeah. Gotcha. That sounds like a uh, a lot of difficulty. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, what's yeah. your first boss battle you'd like to share with the class? Sure. Uh, so uh, I love fighting games. But usually fighting games have the hardest bosses because yeah. not only not only is it are they harder because they're did they they hit harder or maybe they have their their life you can't hurt them as bad um, or as much uh, but usually these fighting games the 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 bosses become cheap like you mm. feel like they are cheap even on the easiest difficulty or the hardest of difficulty um, but it. I'm going to I'm going to take a little bit of a journey here. So, uh with Mortal Kombat 1, uh you have to fight Goro before you get to Shang Tsung when Shang Tsung is the final boss and Goro is pretty much like the the guardian of Shang Tsung and Goro became cheap. Like he would probably he would do like a chest bat pound uh on you and just take away a third of your life in one move. Yep. And I remember just I remember just getting so frustrated with with goro um and so like you can once if you can get the shang Tsung, you should be okay but getting past goro was really really tough yeah uh, because of because of the power and, and the you couldn't the, if i remember right you couldn't uppercut him right uh you could yeah so i think it was an uppercut it, it hurt it hurt him but it wouldn't it wouldn't throw him like yeah it wouldn't toss of, him in the air that's yeah, right like yeah, the yeah, rest yeah. um yeah. so and then and then you go to uh mortal kombat 2 you get to Kintaro, which is the guardian to the boss. And Kintaro was was a little bit easier than Goro. Um, so but but it was still hard. But really, the final boss, Shao Kahn, in both Mortal Kombat 2 and Mortal Kombat 3, was just super cheap. Mm-hmm. Like it was he and it was hilarious because the develop the, the game designers would give him taunts and he would they would say like you will never win it's like and i felt that way trying to fight uh <laughs> Shao Kahn. yeah and one of like one of the one of the things i'd love to i love to do in like the fighting games is is beat the boss with every single character 
And uh, I was not able to do that in Mortal Kombat 2 because there's only like a couple characters that I was able to beat Shao Kahn with. If I tried to beat Shao Kahn with someone like Sonya Blade, like there's no absolutely no way that I could figure <laughs> out how to beat Shao Kahn uh-huh. with one with a character. If I had like Liu Kang or Scorpion or Sub Zero, like those are the, like three characters I felt like I could defeat him with. But if I had to use like Johnny Cage. Or the policeman from yeah. Mortal Kombat 3. <laughs> yeah, Riker. He was the worst. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't like, stand him. I was like, what is this guy wearing? It's absolutely like a no way. Mall Unless cop. I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a baton. I was like, and a, and a and a gun. Like, how is he not killing these guys in one move? Um, <laughs> yeah, Indiana Jones style. <laughs> yeah, so like bullet sponges. Um, but uh, but yeah, Shao Kahn by far was well, the the hardest uh boss in a fighting game save mm. for like so i'm gonna i'm gonna go to my second one because i want because i want to talk about it while i'm talking They're about connected. fighting games yeah is m bison from street fighter like it, he got really cheap at the end and i probably i think i had i had street fighter all the street fighter twos you know all the 16 all of them, 17 of them <laughs> yeah. uh and i remember playing it on sega genesis and I might have broken a controller or two fighting oh, M. Bison goodness. because it was like I would just blow through Blanca, blow through Ryu and Ken and all those guys. And then I would get to M. Bison and it was just like, this guy is on a different level. Like they're not even close to the rest yeah. of these guys. Pat, when I was, um, I was trying to get some inspiration, like trying to think of some, some bosses, um, that I've, I've been up against in the past. And I started looking at some like, like top 10 or top 20, top 100 um, lists yeah. of the hardest bosses that that um, other websites have posted. Every single one of them had M. Bison on them. Oh, yeah. It was so, <laughs> it, like, I thought Shao Kahn was cheap. M. Bison's cheaper. Like, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Mm. So, and it was, it was like, it was like, it was like playing against a pro, like a pro player. Like, there's a, like, I, they block everything. Yeah. And they counterattack everything. And but you don't even want to go near him. <laughs> I don't even want. To, I don't even want to play this game. Why am I still playing it? <laughs> yeah, I actually had yeah. Shao Kahn on mine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any I've... other thoughts on on Shao Kahn? Uh, I just remember being a little kid playing the first one and literally not being able to get past Shao Kahn. Like that was like like my dad was playing or something. Like there's just no way like. That I could figure out how to get past him. Like I spent so much time trying to get past him. Honestly, like right now, like I can't remember whether I beat him or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure if I'm not sure that I didn't quit. Now wait, yeah. in Mortal Kombat One, Shao Kahn's not in that one. No, yeah, Shao Kahn's in two and three. Oh, it must have been two then. Yeah. I'm trying to yeah. think of what uh, what was that for Sega? Was Sega. it the Genesis or was yeah. that the Genesis had sure. one, two, and three? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't, I played one like with friends, but we only Wait. played each other. I never played one with, uh, like the campaign. I didn't play the campaign until three and I played that on PlayStation. Um, and I do remember Shao Kahn being a pain in the Tukus, but I did, I wasn't like, I'm going to beat it with every character. I just played through it once and was like, okay, I'm good. Moving on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know, I know that he's got like the long reach with his big hammer. And all those fun things, um, but yeah, it's. I think fighting game bosses in general, they always ramp it up 
way more than the rest of the fights. Yep. And so it, 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 I am it not a changed. fan. It has not yeah. changed. Well, like Patrick said, like it's even more, it's even worse that like they're basically trash talking you the whole time, like just demoralizing oh, yeah. you as you're getting beat by them. Like yeah. it's the worst. For sure. All right. Uh, the first boss battles slash, I mean, it's a, it's a battle, but it's actually a series of battles uh, that I want to share is from a, a roguelike called Rogue Legacy. And I don't know if any of you guys have played it. Um, Patrick, now that nope. you've gotten a taste for no, roguelikes, I'm, I'm I would... pretty sure I played Rogue Legacy. Is yeah. that the is that the one where every time you die, you become yes. like a descendant? Of you're the, you're the son. Character? You're the yeah. son or daughter of. Uh, and and yeah. and the game overall is is pretty tough. But what's the difficult bosses don't actually come until its version of New Game Plus, where every boss has a remix, and so. Um, at some point I just decided I really love this game. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to have to get the platinum. And it probably took me, uh, I want to say 75 hours, uh, to do. And I died a lot like this, this game, like was not near as exhaustive in terms of story and everything else is like Hades or another game, uh, like Ghost of Tsushima or a game that's like, you know, 30, 40 hours of like story like continuing to progress this one was like i spent probably 30 hours 20 hours on just the 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 game plus the remix bosses getting all the little things um this game has elements of kind of like a a a bullet hell or one where like you have a narrow margin of space to me to kind of navigate your character uh one of the tough bosses is called kidder he's a huge eyeball that takes up easily a quarter if not a third of the screen you cannot touch him and you pretty much have to work in a clockwise or counterclockwise pattern and he just spits a bunch of projectiles out of his eyeball and his remix i'm gonna post it because you can't really believe it until you see it but his remix is called neo kidder and it's ridiculous like you have to follow a set path to avoid and uh avoid the projectiles but you know, you, you have to, you know, just chip away a little bit and then run around in a clockwise direction really fast or counterclockwise. Um, the other one that I had a really hard time with, his, uh, this character was just pretty much a huge flaming skull, again, that took up like a quarter, uh, a fifth of the screen. And it's a flaming skull called Alexander the Fourth. And in the original fight, like you just have to go on platforms and hit him and then jump down platforms to avoid like his flames or his little, he would like give, he would like create little mini skulls that would, you know, just slowly pursue you until they would kind of corner you. And uh, his remix fight made the whole entire like border of the boss room, a uh, just pure spikes, like instant, not instant death, but when you would touch the spikes, like your, your life would fly down like you're poisoned or something. Oh my gosh. Um, but then he had a laser beam that would hit you either off screen or on screen. Like sometimes he would be off the screen and, but he'd still shoot the laser and it would, it would just, it would take up half, like a third to a half of the screen. So you had to either be above or below it. And I can't tell you how many times I like restarted the boss fight. It was that, crazy. That like game it, was hard. Like it was super hard. any, any boss. I'm looking at my trophies and I played it in 2015. Yeah. I got nine of the 30 trophies and I I don't think I ever beat it. It beat it because there's a trophy to beat it twice. 
and I don't think yeah, he ever. That's ever what it is with the remixes beating it twice. Yeah, I um, I beat a. I looks like I beat a couple bosses, so I was able to. But this was before I knew this was a roguelike game. Yeah, you know, I think it was about free on Vita or free on PS Plus at some point. Yeah, that's why yeah, it I played was. it. Yeah, yeah. And then the last boss fight is Johannes. He's just a knight that's pretty much just bigger than Ronnie? you, stronger than Ronnie you. Johannes? Yeah, Johannes. <laughs> Ronnie Johannes. <laughs> and then the remix is Brohannes, and it's two <laughs> Johannes. You fight them at the same time, and it is, again, just nightmare. So, nightmare. <laughs> nice. And I loved it. It was a great challenge. It's probably one of my greatest video game feats just to get the platinum and, and yeah. just power through. So, hmm. yeah. That's uh, that's that's the hardest boss fights I've ever had to experience. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, what else you got for us in the boss right fight realm? Um, so I had to mention Ark, um, in this. So Ark is one of, of those course. games where the bosses are. They're not. It's not a standard. Obviously, it's not a standard style of game. But the bosses, you have to go out and do a lot of legwork before you can actually like fight them. Uh, for example, you know, like your average boss in Ark, you can bring up to like 20 tames or dinos with you. Um, so what you have to do in order to do that is if you just bring in, you know, 20 really weak dinos, they're just going to get mopped up really quickly. Right. So you actually have to go out, spend a lot of time looking for high level stuff. And then once you find the high level stuff, then breeding multiples so that you can bring in a whole army of like powerful ones. So the difficulty is ridiculous if you think of the full time that you actually have to put in to beat some of these yeah um and some of them even i I think the video that i sent you guys like we clearly had more than 20 dinos like in that video with the mechs and everything like all of that was needed and we barely beat that boss (laughs) so um in preparation alone it's it's one of the hardest like feats i've had to accomplish in a video game to beat a boss uh just the time to put in because you know when you go out and you're basically just flying around on another slow dino, like looking for high level dinos. So you're literally just spending honestly hours, like looking for those. Um, and then once you get there, you know, uh, we've had them where we've been beat before and basically what happens, you get beat a bunch of your dinos get killed and then you have to, you know, basically breed them back up, get them all ready to go again. And yeah, it's just such a time consuming thing. And uh, the bosses are just, they're, they're really tough. Um, one of the ones I mentioned in here is, I, I mentioned the, the Titan that I showed you guys, like the pre-fight video where we had everything ready to go. Um, and then Rockwell is like the main bad guy in Ark. Like his fights are always really tough. Yeah, that sounds <clears throat> brutal. If you have to have 20 large dragon dinosaur things to help you fight something, there's no yeah. way that's a walk <laughs> in the park. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's just uh, it, you basically you can't go in solo because you can't do enough damage, and you can't take that kind of damage. So, right. Um, not only having to gather them, but also the actual the fight itself. If you think like there's a lot of like console commands and stuff that you can use, it's actually a way easier game to play on the computer, uh, because you need all your dinos basically to attack, you know, the target or certain dinos to attack this and some to attack this. And yeah, it just gets, uh, it just gets really intense. Um, one of the dinos you bring in is, is basically to buff all the other dinos. Like it has a roar that buffs them, makes them, uh, do a lot more damage. So 
You gotta have somebody on one of those, like constantly like buffing Roaring. all of, like your T Rexes and stuff. Yeah. So it definitely it's you know, it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole process, you know, and yeah. most games I feel like aren't really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, what do you got next? So I was thinking about a more recent game uh, for me that I have had uh, a, a horrible time on the struggle bus, even though I, I, I loved the game. Um, literally, every almost every boss in Death's Door is a struggle bus. Um, you With every boss, it has to be a near-perfect run in order for you to defeat the boss you you can't you can't take a hit May, maybe one if if you're if you're if you're really lucky but mm-hmm. um and you typically get um i think you get 3 um points of of health to start um i think you can up that to like 5 or so if you um if you you know upgrade your character and things like that um but yeah, every every single one of them um, of the different bosses, you've gotta you've gotta be perfect. And all of these char- all of these bosses are bullet sponges. It takes so many hits um, to to try to actually beat um, these bosses. And and then the final boss, um, which I won't go into do too many details of the story or anything, but basically the final boss is a combination of all the previous bosses. Like he does all of the moves that the previous bosses do, and he does it more aggressively. Um, and so, um, it's it's a nightmare. Like I remember, um, there's um, there's a yeti that you have to fight, and the yeti's name is Betty. Hmm. Yeah, and I like that literation. Uh, and it took Betty me Betty. wait, Betty the yeti. Betty's yeti. It's rhyming, um, but. Uh, Oh right, rhyming non-alliterations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all we all know you like that, but I like uh, alliterations, rhyming. I like it all. It's all good. Word um, but uh, yeah, several of these bosses took me at least between twenty and twenty-five tries to to beat them. It was it was awful because you have to like, like I said, near perfect run. You you can you can afford maybe one hit. And a lot of these guys, their hits, their attacks are random. It's not something where you can you can predict it a little bit, but for the most part, everything's random. Um, so you just have to survive and try to hit them as much as possible. Um, so yeah, it was the bosses were a nightmare, but like the the game itself was, you know, a lot of fun. So, but yeah, definitely. Definitely a frustrating time to go through each boss like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Patrick, what you got next on the list? So speaking of surviving, there was this old NES game called Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh, you took oh, my, you took my other one. Yep. <laughs> uh, I remember playing this, and I, I might have been like six or seven years old uh, when when I when I played this game. And I was able to get through, you know, Glass Joe and Tomahawk Tom or whatever the, you know, the, <laughs> the guy's names were. And uh, you're getting through. And I think I think when I was that little, I got up through maybe Sandman. Uh, and that's as far as I could ever get. I could never get to uh, Mike Tyson. And I remember watching my brother. He's only like a year and a half older than me. And we had we we had one of those like Nintendo Power 
magazines that gave us the code that would get us yep. straight to Mike Tyson. And even with that, I could never beat Mike Tyson. And uh, it took my brother, I was probably weeks before we actually beat Mike Tyson. Um, because Mike Tyson, he hits you once and you're down. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. And you come back up, he hits you again, you're down. And it's you like, and it's hard. Like you have to button mash to get even get back up after being knocked down after the second yeah. knockdown. Um, and then you hit you hit the third time, you're done. Um, and so I actually never beat it as a kid. I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't do it. Didn't have the ability to do it. And I remember, I think it was it was probably around 2012 when the Vita came out. And I homebrewed the Vita to download all the Nintendo games. And it was Mike Tyson. And uh, I downloaded Mike Tyson and I went through it all. And um, I still, I got to him, but I couldn't beat him. And then I had, I was like, I got to look online. Like how in the world do you beat this guy? Cause this is impossible. Like, unless you know, like, you know, these are the old Nintendo games. They're all predictable. They're going to be doing the same thing over and over again. They didn't yep. have the, the capability for the randomness uh, of video games back then. So as, as much as it is now. Um, so it was all the same. And so there was a specific way that you had to beat them. You, you had to tire them out or tire Mike Tyson out. You couldn't, you had, you couldn't do offense. You had to block, block, dodge, dodge, get them tired. And then you could hit them. Um, and so I fig- I found out the right way to do that. And I finally beat them. Nice. Uh, you know, as a as a thirty year old, finally was able to beat a game that I've been that was like my nemesis growing up. Um, I, I I don't know. Did you guys did you guys beat Mike Tyson when you were little? Nope, nope. I probably <laughs> got to like the fourth or fifth guy, and I was like, no, I'm done. These guys are ridiculous. Um, a- yeah. Apparently, there's like a I don't know if it's on Mike Tyson himself or if it's on like another one of the bosses. Or one of the fighters. Um, there's actually a tell that they found. Oh yeah. In the, oh yeah. In and the when crowd. you're when you're fighting, yeah, you're like, and you're like looking that. at that. You can't you can't pay attention to this fan over here that does one thing, and then which triggers the fighter to do something. Yeah. I was like, nah. yeah. It's like in, in a fight, there's no there's no way I could focus on that. Yeah. No, I played I played the, I think it was the original with Mister Dream. Oh played, yeah, the OG uh, punch I, out. I I got that one on, on I got that one in hand prior to Tyson and uh I could get to Mr. Dream but I could not beat him either. Um it's definitely still a goal someday uh having a Nintendo Classic to get in there and beat it legit. Um but yeah, figuring out those tells, you know, with the with the lower fighters it's fun cuz you have some breathing room and you can get hit sometimes and it's really funny, like in Brazil, I've, you know, especially in being a teacher, I, I played a lot of these games with these kids that like, you know, Call of Duty and Apex and everything else. And they're like amazing and they destroy and all this stuff. And then you get them in Mike Tyson and they're like, I don't, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like they can't figure it out. It's like too obtuse or, or whatever. And so uh, f- teaching them to like figure out tells and like pay attention to what the pattern and some kids get it. Some kids 
even when they know what's going to happen, they're like, I can't do this. I'll have to see if I can find a speed run of somebody doing uh, Mike Tyson. Because I'm sure somebody's done it for, for Games oh, Done sure, Quick or yeah. something D- like that. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that would be disgusting. Um, yeah, so next on my list, I'm going to give a shout out to old Javier Jaguar from Guacamole. 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 <laughs> Guacamole. The dip. No, uh, if you guys have played guacamole it's a fun metroidvania set in mexico and uh it's hilarious it's very challenging uh has a great story but uh like this isn't even the last boss this is probably the next to last i think boss and uh this javier jaguar just pretty much puts you in this arena where you have little space to move and at some point like throughout the game you learn a bunch of pretty much color coded moves like blue is this kind of punch red is this kind of kick or move and pretty much Javier becomes kind of like a uh, a Simon says where he turns a color and you have so long to hit him before he changes to a different color and then he will come at you with a color and you have to you know sometimes you can dodge it sometimes you can't you have to move uh it's super hard but I will say uh, I definitely powered through and beat him on normal and hard. Um, but it took a lot of tries. I died a lot. And then the second time around, because, you know, to get the platinum for a lot of these games, you have to play it more than once. Um, I found that there was a chicken suit you can get in Guacamole that uh, when you uh, pretty much hug a wall, you will recharge your health. And so the second time to save myself the, the, the pain, I would just double jump up to the top left corner, the right corner of the arena. And then I would just hug the wall until I healed up full. And then I would jump back in and start going after him again. Do what you gotta so do. You do yep. you gotta do. You gotta cheese it. So naturally he's a very tough uh, boss to fight. But when you use that chicken suit, I'm not above using a chicken suit. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it is what it is. So yeah. Javier Jaguars. Should put that on a t-shirt. A I'm not above that chicken suit. Lucas nope, Swisher. Not above a chicken suit. <laughs> I wear a chicken suit all day if it'll keep me alive. For sure. All right. Ronnie, you got another uh, boss fight you want to share? Uh, you're muted. Yeah, I don't hear you. Uh, well, now, you now you can hear me. Yes, I can. There you are. Um, my last one is a combination. It's the dragon and the rat from Enter the Gungeon. Yeah, I figured um, Enter the Gungeon would come up. Yes. I don't know, like, yep. I, I know a couple of you guys definitely got to the dragon, and the dragon was a nightmare. Like, just a sweaty, button-mashing nightmare. Um, but oddly, the rat, after the dragon, was worse. I don't know if you guys ever fought the rat. You had to have, like, the key and everything. You had to basically, like, unlock him. Um, <clears throat> I never actually beat the rat legitimately. And I say legitimately because I ended up getting... Um, Somehow we, we went in co-op and somehow got stuck after the door had closed and we weren't actually in the arena with him, but it allowed us to fire through the door. So it was <laughs> no. awesome. No way. What a good glitch that was. <laughs> so it was like the best thing that could have ever happened, really. Yeah. Um, but I did try and fight him a few times straight up and you get like a certain gun so you don't go in with whatever gun you have. You get like a, an actual, just like, that's like a regular machine gun, a pretty good gun like that you would get throughout the game, but um he is just an absolute nightmare like dominated yeah. me like every time i never even got him down to like 
I never even got into that like, final quarter of his health. Goodness. Nice. All those bosses <clears throat> are tough. Yeah, <laughs> they are. For sure. Yeah, I, I had I had to quit that game because I would probably break my controllers continuing it, to play that game. Yeah. It is a stressful, <laughs> like it is stressful, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh Mark, what you got? <clears throat> so I had to improvise because uh, Pat kind of took mine. <laughs> All right, uh, with improvisation with, uh, with um, Mike Tyson's punch out. But um, another one that's you know another old school NES SNES game. Man, those games were unforgiving back then. Um, the Mega Man games. Um, Ooh, yeah, any and all of the Mega Man games. I mean, pick a boss. Yes, right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there was it there was not really an easy boss. Yeah, in a lot. It, it certainly you know it helps once you once you unlock a lot of the um, the abilities from the different bosses and you use right. those to kind of um, counteract. Okay, well this particular uh, ability will help with this boss. That helps a little bit, but still they were ridiculous to try to maneuver and and try to beat. Um, yeah. You know, anything from like the, the OG NES Mega Man's to like Mega Man X and up, like, oh my gosh. Um just absolutely I've never actually beaten a a Mega Man game because of that. Um yeah. just the They were all over those hardest boss lists on yeah. Google. Yeah. I, Mega uh, Man games. I couldn't play Mega Man. Not when I was little. Absolutely no chance. And yeah. uh my brother could. My brother was good. But uh yeah, Mega Man's were not my kind of games because I couldn't do anything in them. Yep. yep. Like that game was hard in general, not just bosses. I like those, exact the traversing. It was like I don't know how to do any of this. Yeah. Oh, he was like a rock. Like he just you jump and he'd immediately fall. Like, <laughs> yeah. like he had no ups. This guy, this this character's supposed to be mega. He's supposed to be an android, like powerful, and his jump was weak sauce. And uh yeah. I'll tell was, you what though, that's I a still, tough game. I still use his um is one of the things to kind of traverse levels faster. Um, uh, as Mega Man is to use his dash and then jump, dash and jump. Oh yeah, I I still do that in Apex. To this day, I will I will I will slide and jump, slide and jump, and every time I do, it's like yeah, Mega Man. <laughs> Represent. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, oh, all those bosses, atrocious. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Patrick. Mm, so good transition, Mark. Speaking of Apex, I'm going to go unorthodox. Uh, and I'm going to go just the uncommon way of thinking of a boss. And it, it's it's Apex. And the final two squads in Apex is really nerve-wracking. It always, like, playing playing this game for two and a half years. And my palm still gets sweaty. My heart still races. Yep. Uh, because this, we're not, we're not playing against the computer. We're playing against actual people Yeah. and getting to the top two and fighting against the last squad, uh, is really tough because that means that we're the, we're the two best teams that are left on the map. Uh, and <laughs> the other team could be pros, like serious pros where just down. like, I don't even have a chance. <laughs> it's just time to take a knee or just like I did the other night. And I just jumped off the map. And I was like, screw this. I'm just going to kill myself. I'm not going to give you the satisfaction of killing me because I don't well, have on your terms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's I'm like the other night, like when like literally it's like, you know what? Let's just get this out of the way and just flew straight. 
the back. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't. I'm not feeling this match. Let's just fly straight into nothing and die and go back to the lobby. But uh, but yeah, the the um, the final final two uh, in really any battle royale that I've played, wh- whether it is a uh, Call of Duty, whether it is Spellbreak, whether it is Fortnite, uh, any of the battle royale games, you get to the final two and it gets it gets very intense. Yeah, and I, I still, I love that feeling. Uh, even if, even if I do lose, you know, or uh, that, or if I do, if I do, and that, that, that just it do- doesn't really matter. I just, I crave that adrenaline. Uh, but yeah, I think that is the, the getting that win. You know, people always post like, "Hey, I finally got my first win," or "If I got a win, you know, it's my fifth win," or whatever. It's just, it's just really satisfying. Yeah, especially like. Especially those final, those final two, ma- you know, matchups where like the the final circle is like super small and shrinking mm-hmm. and getting down to the last, like that's when it's like beyond intense because you're literally at that point your health is like dropping at three times normal, normal, yeah. normal rate, and you're just trying to live just long enough to be the last one. Um, and that's, that's when that mini, like mini that mini boss is yeah. coming on uh, closing in on you while the main boss is right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I didn't. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. thought of that. Yep, um, Lucas. So the 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 last main one, like I said, I have eight, but they're more yep. like honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, the last one I want to throw out there for a, a tough boss battle is from a more recent game, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it's actually the the. Uh, it's called the Pride and Joy. I actually it goes by a different name. The the it's like a series of boss battles you have to get through, and you have to fight through. It's almost like a boss rush, um, and it's it, you can only play it on hard mode, and uh, it's I think it's five levels. The culmination of the fight is 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 a boss battle against uh, a huge robot called Pride and Joy, but that's not actually the hardest one. The hardest one is right before that against a big dragon called uh bahumut or bahumut however you want to pronounce it and halfway through the boss battle against this guy that he has one move where it hits you for nine 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 like pretty much instant death unless you have like yeah it's a game ender unless you have like certain magic already applied to you or your equipment is set to where you can't get one shotted um but then halfway through the fight, he calls another boss that you had already fought before to fight with him. And it gets even crazier, and it's Ifrit. Uh, and just from there, like I had to do this battle multiple times. It, it takes, I want to say the boss battle takes at the very least 15 to 20 minutes uh, to do. And if you, I mean, if you die, like, I don't know if you guys, how, what the longest boss battle you guys have done, but 15 minute boss battles are not fun to repeat when yeah. you get to like minute 14 and then you die and you're like, I got to do this all over again. Yeah. It's, I'd be, it's really I'd be shutting off the draining. game at that point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's the, the tough boss battle. The, the last tough, tough boss battle I want to throw out there. Okay. Uh, nice. Tough. Bahumat and, uh, Ifrit. So, uh, any last honorable mentions of boss battles you want to throw out there before we, we're going to read some joiners uh, boss battles, but I don't know that we're going to touch on any of the ones they mentioned, but yeah. you guys have any honorable yeah. mentions? Last one. 
the uh, the last Valkyrie in God of War. Oh, thank you for making that up. Yep. That's also on my list. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That that lady, I did not like her. Yeah, that ramped up real fast. It did. Yes. I was like, here we go, playing on easy because, you know, I've made it real <laughs> fine the rest of this time on it. And then, hey, what are we? Oh, my gosh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, it didn't help you were playing on. Wasn't that, wasn't that when you were doing your 24 hours? Yeah, I, I mean, I made the mistake of playing. I mean, there's a that boss battle and there's another boss battle that I actually have that I'm just going to throw out there. That was probably more difficult because of a lack of sleep. But uh, the final boss battle in Broforce destroying satan do you remember that patrick yeah it took us it took us hours it should not have taken us it should not have taken that long but that was such a difficult boss fight when i was sleep deprived and not thinking straight so that one one got an honorable mention that's one of those bosses where if you have the right character it's not that bad but like getting macgyver if you end up like bond like every time like you're gonna get dominated Throwing martinis and stuff like yeah. the devil's like, like, you just need, like, like the whatever. Right, yeah, you have to have like the right character. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Uh, any others you guys want to throw out there? Nope. All right. Well, Good. I'm just gonna th- throw out two more. Uh, anybody play Metal Gear Solid Revengeance? Negative. Nope. nope. Yeah, there's a there's a you fight the president of the United States of America of America at the end, and he's not wearing a shirt, and he's really strong. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. totally makes sense. America, America. And then the last one I'm going to throw out there: Uncharted 2's Lazarevich. It took oh. me way too long to figure out how uh, yeah. to like look backwards while running, shooting the the blue pods in time to hit him and make him weak, and then shoot him. Th- it was. I think what the Uncharted games, if you play it on easy, they're not bad. You put it no. on crushing, you're oh. screwed. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> crushing. Crushing the soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, in the Discord, we have a few bosses that we're going to throw out there. We may or may not know who these bosses are, but we're going to rely on our joiners to explain them to us. Uh, old Bernabe Elronchas Butters said Moganar. Now, I probably will not pronounce any of these names right, but it is what it is. Moganar in Metroid Prime 3 Corruption uh, requires patience, aim, and the double-edged corruption ability that drains your health. He has three cores you need to destroy, and he can restore them. And that's cheating. And then he, he gives a picture of him. He's really ugly. He looks like a big titan monster thing so Uh -uh. any metroid prime fans out there no never played well i i briefly played one of them i think but um lord zukor i never beat the final boss in banjo kazooie or paper mario for that matter those probably are not that hard but here i am (laughs) hey i feel you man there's some bosses that yeah that are just not that hard, but for us, it just gets in our head, or we get we hit it almost like a writer's block or a boss battle block. Mm-hmm. That, just that newer hard. Mario game uh, where you can play like the four player co op side scroller. Oh yeah, um, um, Bowser's pretty hard at the end of that. Really? Like he's like the full screen, and you're like he's just like tearing oh, yeah. the level apart behind you, and you're just running. Like yeah. you can't miss like one jump, or you're dead. 
I feel like half of the difficulty is Bowser. The other half is your teammates who stink <laughs> yep. and drag you down. Oh, yeah. Don't Every die, time somebody die. dies, it gets like it does like a little like glitch. And that bubble yeah. comes up. You're like, I'm not getting you back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dude. popping you. <laughs> stay away. stay away from them. <laughs> yeah, they're like waggling the controller. Like, come on, Trying to catch me. you as fast save as me. they can. Nope. Yeah. Them. <laughs> not not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it, mama. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I imagine Banjo Kazooie is definitely an, an old school 3D game that was just hard in general, I think. So I can imagine the final boss being tough. Yep. Uh, Chris the Rock, the Harrier jet in Metal Gear Solid 2 on extreme difficulty required for the Platinum. Oh. It becomes a dance you need to learn by heart. Dancing with a Harrier jet. That sounds fun. It's only it in a Kojima long. game are you fighting a jet. Yeah, it's long <laughs> and no mistakes are allowed because you are you are a one shot kill. Dang, yeah, Metal Gear Solid them. Two though. You 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 start out as Snake, and then you do not play the rest of the game as him, mm. which was like the biggest. I think it's like a third of the game you get to play. It's I mean I guess the opening's more like a quarter, but aren't you, yeah, it's only aren't the you opening and the rest. Yeah, I mean it's the, the rest of it. Yeah, but the boat is a pretty long mission, so I'd say it's like a quarter of the I game. I, I only played it once, but I, I just remember all of a sudden, yeah. like, how long am I going to play as this guy? Like, what? why am I not playing For the rest as... of the game. <laughs> I know, like, I was so confused. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Uh, Haas said, back at the launch of Final Fantasy fourteen AAR, the Titan hard fight gave me a really hard time. Mind you, it was still new content and everyone wasn't overleveled for it at the time. It was the real skill check for players back at that time. Oh, yeah. The whole DLC drop. You're probably not going to be able to beat him right away. You got to level up again. That is correct. Gross. Gross. Uh, you done messed up, A.A. Ron. I finished Tales of Asperia earlier this summer and the fight against Alexei is awful. His most powerful attack feels the entire screen and can near wipe your entire party at full health. Sounds like Bahumai. Oh, gosh. His flare move. He also doesn't follow the ultimate attack rules that the game has for any other character, including other bosses. So he can just use it at will. No warning. Basically, he actively cheats. Oh, yeah. Just changing the rules of the final boss. Uh (laughs) That makes sense. That's right. Thanks, devs. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he has a couple of nasty unblockable spells and an attack that heals himself and damages or stun locks any melee attackers that are too close, which he spams on occasion. Ooh, stun locks the worst where you get hit by something and then like you can press all the buttons at the same time and you don't do anything. Yeah. That's the worst. I don't remember how many times it took me to beat him, but I know it was in the double digits. Compare that to the final boss of the game, which I think took three minutes. It irritated me because it wasn't even seemingly a matter of skill. You had to have that plus be slightly OP plus have RNG on your side mm. yeah, that's frustrating when you got to rely like almost solely on rng on you the rules pray to R and jesus. Oh, jesus. <laughs> oh wow yep that's true it's true uh the last one we have is jacob hollow hollowed fox moon Hello, said fox. growing up it was the secret boss in Mario RPG. Now I don't play games that would frustrate me that much because I want to enjoy my timing, my time gaming. And struggle busting is not any is not my idea of a good time. Having a few problems, difficulties fine as long as it's really easily attainable. Yeah. Um, 
I do not remember the secret boss in Mario RPG. Did you happen to play that, Mark? No, I mean I briefly played it, but that RPG is not my what? not my bag. There's hold yeah. on. I, when when does when did R, Mario RPG come out? I was like was that Nintendo 90s? days back Super in ninety six. It was like one of the last Super Nintendo games. That sounds awesome. A Mario RPG game. Yeah, it's really they, fun. they need to make another one of those. They that should. They did. Cool. Yeah, they should. Well, they did. Yeah, it's called Paper Mario. <clears throat> oh, nah, in like regular Mario, like 3D, like oh, Odyssey okay. and Galaxy kind of, kind of. That's feel. fair. Yeah, it's a little different, but yeah, it is a RPG. Yeah, Paper Probably. Mario was basically a spiritual successor to the Mario RPG games, but yeah. I, I get, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's all for our. Uh, boss battling struggles and sharing together in this time. So uh, that's all I got. Cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. So we're just going to abruptly stop it here. Hit the brakes really fast. I've already covered housekeeping. We're going to do our songs next week. So, you know, just, just put a pin in it and we'll unpin it it next week. Mm All righty then. Pat, Mark, and uh, Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends, family, and joiners, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four.